0: In the fantasy hockey realm, everybody loves a sleeper. That's why on Friday's episode of the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast, Steele and I are diving into our favorite second half sleeper targets that could take your team over the top in the second half. Thank you for joining us for the Friday episode of the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. Let's get this paper.
1: Your Locked On Fantasy Hockey, your daily podcast on fantasy hockey. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Happy Friday, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy holidays and happy fantasy hockey season. It's in full swing and that's why you're tapped in to your source. It's the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. And thank you for making us your first listen every single day. Make sure you drop us that five-star review wherever you find your favorite content, including this podcast. Still, today's episode is also brought to you by Sleeper. You thought I was going to forget that one. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code NHL to get up 100 bucks match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. My friends, The Voice... I got a Coors Light going today instead of water. (laughs) It's struggling. But I hope your fantasy teams aren't. And that's why on today's episode, Steele and I got to talk a little bit about some second-half sleepers. Perhaps some players that are started slow that might come on strong. Or maybe just some players that were liking to come on even stronger in the second half. I think that's maybe how I'm looking at my players, Steele. But anyway, excited to hear your list. Of course, Friday's Big Time Bets. I believe we have nine games. Nine games on tonight's board. You and I need to pick up our socks, and we're going to do just that at the end of the episode with our locks of the night and so forth. Steel, you know we always try and keep these episodes right to 30 minutes. All the NHL news, fantasy news, and betting news that you need in 30 minutes. That's what we do, baby. So right over to you. Who are you looking at? Under the radar. Maybe some names people aren't paying attention to. Second half sleepers.
1: Yeah, we'll start off in the Western Conference and I've talked about him once this year and it was pretty much just absolutely ridiculing this player. And let's okay. start with Pierre-Luc Dubois, rostered at 43% on Yahoo Fantasy Leagues. He's scored uh in in a la- twice in the last two games, uh but only 7 goals, 14 points in 31 games so far this year for Dubois. He's on pace mm-hmm. for 37 points, which would be an absolute career low for for this player uh the thing is too about him right now is his shooting percentage has barely faltered he's still shooting at 12 percent uh which he has done so throughout pretty much his entire career which is yeah almost his career average uh he's only shooting 0.7 less Uh, right now this year than his career average so the shooting percentage is still good but the Mm. problem is he's not shooting the puck enough he's not bringing the physical presence that we've seen him bring in the past he's not in the penalty box as much this year as well all of those categories and peripherals uh, you know add up into your fantasy leagues if you're in a categorical league especially for this player uh, who just isn't providing a lot of those peripherals as much as anything right now and I think you know. There's there's only one way Dubois can go from this point. He can only True. go up with his fantasy value. True. This is as bad as I think we're gonna see him. Mm. Given he is playing almost three minutes less on average this year compared to last year, so yep. he's not seeing the ice as much as uh as he would like to. But I want to bring this into consideration. You know, there's still no time line for when Victor Arvinson will be back with the LA Ooh, Kings. He had back surgery in October and was listed as month to month. So it's mm-hmm. already been three months of Victor Arvidson rehabbing and recovering from back surgery. So again, we don't know the timeline. Let's say, let's say Victor Arvinson comes back at the end of January, maybe mid February at that point, mm-hmm. I believe Philip Deneau and Trevor uh, Trevor Moore will be dropped down to the third line slotted with Victor Arvinson on that third line. And Pierre-Luc Dubois will move up to the second line center position, playing with Kevin Fiala and Arthur Kaliev as well. So I think that will do a lot and benefit a lot for Pierre-Luc Dubois if he can move up to the second line center position. But again, it, it all result, it all kind of resorts about when Victor Arvidsson comes back and and where they want to uh, you know fit everybody in with each other. But for me, Pierre-Luc Dubois can
0: only go up from here. I really like this one, Steele, because also we just know that this guy's offensive skill, say what you will about his all-around game, and most importantly, perhaps his attitude, I think has probably been his biggest issues. I like to say this a lot between the ears, I think was an issue for this guy. But I actually love that you're talking about the LA Kings because I agree with you, but I might disagree with you on where Trevor Moore goes because of how much I like Trevor Moore. Yeah. He's on my second half sleepers list. And I know he's actually had a really good start. So I'm not saying like he's had a bad start. I expect him to do better. I expect him to pour it on. And it's probably because he's part of this LA Kings team that I'm buying into so much steel. So I'm trying to stick to my guns here. 16 goals so far, 25 points. Plus 10, 12 penalty minutes, four game-winning goals, over 100 shots on net for Trevor Moore. I think you haven't even seen this LA Kings team really go yet. And when I look into these numbers a little bit, last year they were up there in power play. They were up there in goals. Yeah, they're still 11th in goals scored, but they're outside of the top 15 teams in the power play rankings. And I think... If they can get that power play going, and obviously Trevor Moore being a part of that, nine of his points, I believe, Steele, let me just bring that up, are on the power play. And I think if the Kings can do what they did last year and really get cooking on the power play, you'll see players like Dubois and Moore, this is a nice little parlay here, tease the bets, that I think you'll see some of these peripheral LA Kings pieces really go on a heater. I absolutely love Trevor
1: Moore. I've got him in a few oh. different of my fantasy leagues right now and like you said, for me personally, I really like what he does on both power play and on the penalty kill as well. He can be a uh, be a dual threat that we've seen a few players really stand out on the mm-hmm. shorthanded side of things uh for their for their organization, their team right now. Let's stay in the Western Conference, specifically in that Pacific Division as well. The next player that I want to talk about is Trevor Zegras, forty-two percent nice. rostered right now on Yahoo. This is a player that really came into the NHL and really showed us what he could do. You know, took over. Uh, you know, when it comes to flashness and creativity, obviously with the Michigan True. that he's pulled off so many times uh, throughout it, throughout the first couple of seasons in the NHL. But going it, you know, leading into this season. He missed a few weeks of training camp while dealing with those contract negotiations, which right. already put him behind the eight ball, uh, getting into the game uh, before the season even started. He started the year with two points in 12 games. He was healthy, scratched for sloppy plays, lack of effort. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, all those little things that a coach really gets agitated about uh, about from their players. It, again, the uh, certain uh, smaller details and aspects of the game. And then he suffers a lower uh, lower body injury. that yeah, kept, the injury not, kept hurt. It kept him out for nearly two months. So a lot has happened so far for Zegris mm-hmm. that I think has kind of, you know, kind of derailed his focus from where he really, truly uh, shines uh, when he's playing. But so far he's come back, he's played two games and he's scored a goal and he's got an assist. He's got two points in two games since he's returned. And like I said, we know this kid has talent, but we have to remember that even though he's a professional athlete, He's still just a kid with a lot more to learn in this game. He's got the talent. He's got the style. He's got the swagger. What Mm. he needs now is discipline, mentorship, and guidance. That's really what uh, Trevor Zegers needs at this point. Again, such a young player, talented player. And, I mean, this kid reminds me a lot of William Nylander. And if you go by by year-by-year stats... They're very, uh, very eerily similar. And I, and I want to go through the first four years. Cause Trevor Zegers has only been in the league for four years at this point, uh, this year included first year, both Zegers and Nylander. They played just over 20 games in the NHL, both finished with 13 points. Go to year two. They play, mm-hmm. uh, they both play over 75 plus games, both finished with 61 points. You go to their third year. Zegers finished with uh, finishes with 65 Nylander again, 61, but they, very similar play styles in their game. Very talented with the puck. Can, for sure. Uh, can, you know, great playmaker, can shoot and score from sharp angles and, you know, make defense uh, defensive players look silly out there. But what I've talked about with Nylander for so long was that the, the the lack of effort in the smaller details that he needs to do with his game, that's what I'm seeing from Trevor Zegas right now. I know he's a smaller kid. He's not the biggest guy out there. But he's got to do a lot more of the little things that can really help him in the offensive zone with his scoring touch and his playmaking ability. So I see them as very similar players, obviously Neilander 27, Zegers 22, but I could see them on the same trajectory uh, throughout Zegers, his next five years in the NHL.
0: Aside from that being one of the best breakdowns I've ever heard from you yet. <laughs> and clearly you're doing your research. So shout out to you is I think Willie is actually starting to do those little things. Now exactly, you're seeing exactly. it round out his game and allow him to take his game to the next level, which I think it's clear he is now done and is proven this is where he's at. And I think that's what Zgris is trying to work toward because we know he can show flashes, but can he raise the bar and do what you're just mentioning year in and year out? And I'll say this, playing with Alex Kaloran, a good veteran guy who has won and been a steadying presence for other young players is maybe exactly what he needs this game in the NHL needs a lot of the players like Trevor Zegras, Connor Bedard. These are the players taking this league. <laughs> into the next generation we're going to take you into the next segment which we're going to continue to talk about some of our favorite under the radar second half sleepers big time bets coming up at the end of the show as always but today's episode is brought to you by AG1 it's a product that Steele and I use every single day it's a foundational nutrition supplement that delivers comprehensive nutrients to support whole body health AG1 replaces your multivitamin probiotic and more in one simple drinkable habit it's a science-driven formula of vitamins, probiotics, and whole food source nutrients that Steele and I love taking every single day before or after the gym. You're feeling a little hazy. It helps your all-around health. It helps you stay focused. I don't know what else you need to hear, but you just need to make sure you're checking out AG1 from our friends at Athletic Greens, it's a comprehensive solution that you need. Then you need to be trying AG1. You'll get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash NHL network. That's drinkag1.com NHL network. Check it out. And thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey
1: Podcast your first listen every single day. Continue to go to Locked On Sports Day on YouTube because they have launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. They are here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus the national shows covering every single league. So after this episode, once you're done wrapped up, go to Locked On Sports Day on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24 7 streaming channel and thank you so much for tuning in for today's episode with flip and i make sure you continue to hit the subscribe the follow button and a five-star review we appreciate all that love and support you show us every single day we are going to get to big time bets at the mm-hmm. end of the episode, like we do every single time we record. But Flip, yep. I'm going to throw it back over to you. You got you. three more players, I believe, that we need to talk about. I got two more players, yep. and then we'll get over to those big time bets.
0: I got two guys and an honorable mention, just because I got to talk a little bit about my boy Seth Jarvis very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have. It's to. just it's just an honorable mention because you know what? I'll just get it out of the way right now because I'm just not really buying into the Carolina Hurricanes fully. I think I alluded this to you the other day that one of my bold yes. second half predictions was going to be maybe this team misses out completely. So I just don't know what's going on in Carolina and also Seth Jarvis has been bounced around the lineup a little bit even though he's had a pretty good year. So 12 goals, 14 assists, 26 points in 35 games. I just think he really isn't just he's just starting to scratch the surface of what I think he can do. So I have my eyes on Seth Jarvis honorable mention. However, By the way, Trevor Moore, 67% in Yahoo, 65% in ESPN. He might be out there. Kirill Marchenko. I got to show this kid some love. Yeah. Because I'll say this about his game. There is a lot to be desired about the all-around aspects. Obviously, he's still getting a feel for the NHL game with only 93 under his belt. But he is one of those players that I think if he starts to figure it out a little bit, Steele, six foot three, 200 pounds, he's got the hands and the scoring ability to score 40 goals in this league. And he's just getting a feel for it. So I think when I look at that line that he's playing with, I think it's Shionkov, it's Marchenko, and Voronkov. It's all the young Russians. These kids have no pressure on them this year, right? Columbus is way out of it. This is their future. They're going to do everything that they can to make sure that these three kids succeed. So I think that means regardless of how bad Columbus is one of those three players Steele, I think is going to be a very, very valuable fantasy piece down the stretch. And these are the kinds of players. And that's why we're doing this episode that if you do, you know, you're going to have to get lucky at some point with some of these edge pieces that you add, or you pick up Marchenko, I think is going to be one of those guys that goes on a heater. That's my prediction. I have a gut feeling he's going to go streaky. I don't know about the rest of his all around game, but offensively 60, sorry, 65% on ESPN, 20% on Yahoo. Here goes the voice deal, but Kirill Marchenko, definitely in that realm of second half sleepers.
1: And this is a good time to keep your eye on a lot of the Columbus Blue Jacket players as well, heading into next season. Again, a lot of young pieces on their team right now, a few injuries that they've dealt with this season mm-hmm. uh, as they continue to go through these growing pains. And again, just watching some of these young kids like Marchenko, Fantilli and the other guys that you just mentioned, keeping yep. an eye on them for next season. So I like that you bring up the fa- I bring Thank up you. Marchenko onto this list for the second half of the season, because he's already been very good in yep. the first half, even though Columbus has struggled a lot uh my third player my third player i got to talk about josh norris cuz i got him on i got him in my keeper league i drafted him last year in my keeper league uh, obviously with the whole injury situation but i got to talk yep. about him I 36% rostered on yahoo right now 8 goals 20 points in 27 games uh this so far this year mm-hmm. and it's not bad at all when taking into consideration the year and a half yeah. of pain he's went through with his uh, shoulder injury. And how
0: bad the sends have been.
1: And how bad the sends have been again. But I'm, I want to focus uh, solely on the last stretch of games. Particularly the last six games. Take away the last game against the Maple Leafs. Uh, where he didn't record a point. He was on yeah. a five game goal streak. With seven points total in those five games. So he was really feeling himself. Even that Leafs game. He was putting up shots, blocks. Uh, yeah. Blocks his
0: shot looked good.
1: Shots look really good. Uh, the peripheral stats are very solid. 76 shots, 16 blocks, 29 hits. But I want to mention it exactly to what your point you just said. Ottawa has been struggling this entire season. The yep. goaltenders have been bad. They've dealt with numerous amounts of injuries on the blue line. Tim Stutzla's, uh he's getting points, but he's not scoring goals. That's been a huge problem for the Senators. Uh, as they continue to drag themselves out of the mud with everything that's happened this year, you know, Shane yeah. Pinto ownership change firing uh uh you know dj, DJ smith, smith just last yeah. week or two weeks ago as yeah. they continue to drag themselves out of this situation and become more consistent on a daily basis that's just going to do numerous amount of benefits to all of their players especially josh norris who continues to get back in the rhythm rhythm of things yeah. and find his way with the auto centers after mm-hmm. you know a year and a half off uh, essentially so uh, again you know 20 points in 27 games is not bad, but I think he's going to really really show up for the second half of the season.
0: I like this one, Steel, and you know this is a player that I've been high on, and I think just also the nature and the way in which he's been injured and come back, you know, it looked like he was going to be ready, then he wasn't, then he gets hurt again, then he comes back, it's a little bit more prolonged, thought he was going to be ready, so I think that's also very hard to deal with, both just from like his preparation and getting game-ready standpoint, but also just mentally, not being in the lineup for prolonged stretches of time. Not like a veteran player it's any easier, but a guy like just entering the prime of his career, coming off a couple of good, you know, that season where we saw him really light it up goal-scoring-wise. I like this pick a lot, Steele. I think also there's something to be said, as much as clearly the Ottawa Senators have been bad, they have had a lot, and you just highlighted them, going on, on and off the ice that I think now we might see with those things calming down a bit and maybe them getting a little bit healthier. Let's see what this team is really made of. Maybe over this next month, we'll see the real Ottawa Senators. I got one more player that I want to talk about, Steele. I got three bets, including my lock of the night, ready to go.
1: Well, I got one last player. Do you want me to talk about my last player before we get to big-time bets?
0: Well, I thought we would head to break first, but it's up to you
1: i'll talk about my last player i'll make it as quickly as possible but yeah. this is a player that we were hot on in the preseason and over the summer dawson mercer of the national Nash- yes. uh, of the uh, new jersey devils 22 percent roster on yahoo Love right it. now another young gun who's really having a Cooking. tough and rough go after a breakout season last year there's been a lot of young guys this yeah. year that had a breakout season last year that just have not been performing you know mercer's you one of them veneers has been one of them yep um Trevor egress. Like I mentioned, there's been a few of them, but you know, 56 points in 82 games for a 21 year old last year is very awesome. Very great to see from a young guy like that. But heading into this year, like I said, there were some big expectations for this team after the big step they took last year and throwing onto that, some big expectations on Dawson Mercer. But for me, it makes sense where they are right now in the standings. Mm. You know, the goaltending has been subpar. Vanacek, Compared to last year, just looks like a different guy. Injuries to Nico Heesher and Dougie yep. Hamilton. Hamilton seems like he's out for the rest of the season. Yep. Timo Meyer hasn't quite figured out his place in New Jersey yet. He's starting and to a little bit. Starting yeah. to a little bit, but again, only, I think he only has 15 points this year, which is not great. And Dawson Mercer has, again, taken a step back with his game so far this year. But over the last three games, he's put up five points. He had a three point night uh, last game. And Again, Dawson Mercer, Mercer was one of those guys who I believe at the beginning of the season, his his uh, value, he was rostered at like close to 80% yeah. uh, or even 70%, and he's dropped all the way to down to 22 because mm. of the poor start so far. I haven't watched a lot of Devils game this year, uh, so I don't know how good or bad his actual play has been. But when you look at it from a fantasy standpoint, he hasn't been great enough, but I can, I can see him. This is a guy to keep an eye out for in the second half
0: of the season. And I would say this, even over the last, like, six weeks, because he went, like, the first 12 or 13 games without a point at yeah. all. He went pointless. So he really has turned it on in the last, like, 15 games, especially of late. I think he had a three-point night against Columbus the other yeah. night. Um, so I really like this one, Steele. This is obviously a player that headed into this year for a number of reasons, including his age, including his dual position eligibility. A lot of leagues you can put him in at center and at wing. Uh, lots to like about Dawson Mercer and still lots to like. So I really think this is a good one. And here's my deepest sleeper on the board, deal. And it's because, and I don't know if you saw the goal scoring from the Pittsburgh Penguins yeah. in that first game. And I know it's one game, but I said one of my bold predictions was they were going to pick it up. And so that's why I'm buying into Riley Smith as a deep sleeper. It's a deeper one, and it might be my boldest take. 10% on ESPN, 30% on Yahoo!, And I know he doesn't really fill out those peripherals a ton. That's not his game. But over the last three games, seven shots, three points, ice time is picking up. Evgeny Malkin is playing a lot better, and he's on his wing. He gets second power play time. I think Riley Smith is one of those guys that I might not go out there and add him this week because I just don't know what Pittsburgh's schedule looks like. But I'm telling you, the Pittsburgh Penguins are going to play better in the second half. They just put a seven-piece up. Get Riley Smith in your lineup if you need a little offensive boost over the next couple of weeks. I'm telling you, the guy's going to go on a second-half heater. I
1: know as much as this over the next couple of days, they will play the New York Islanders once again. So who knows what that matchup's going to look like. What a, what an incredible, crazy second period it was for the yeah. Penguins and Islanders game. Chris Letang put up six Letang, assists yeah. in one period. I believe that was – uh, that was – NHL history right there in itself, putting six, uh, putting up six assists in one period. We're going to get over to Big Time Bets, where I'm going to talk about those New York Islanders very, very <laughs> soon. But this episode is also brought to you by the Sleeper app. A new NHL season brings all sorts of possibilities. Austin Matthews is well on his way to scoring 50 goals. The New York Rangers could hoist the Stanley Cup, and you could win big by playing daily fantasy hockey on Sleeper, the official daily fantasy app of the locked on NHL network Sleeper is the number one choice for daily fantasy sports and especially daily fantasy hockey, because with sleeper you can win a hundred times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests. Fans can also play daily fantasy, NFL, NBA, MLB, CFB on sleeper. They have group chat, team chat functionality in the app, which flip and I love using so we can chirp each other banter with other people and just have dialogue entries can be made under a minute. All you have to do is pick whether studs like McDavid, Ovechkin, Crosby, McKinnon, Hellebuck will record more or less than their sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and more in a given game. To win a 100-time bet on sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You heard me, Locked On Fantasy Hockey fans. You can win 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with sleeper, so start paying attention and nail your pick so you can start winning big. Use promo code locked on NHL and you'll get up to a hundred dollars match on your first deposit terms and conditions apply. That's code locked on NHL See sleeper terms of use for details and location availability. And thank you so much for making the locked on fantasy hockey podcast. Your first listen every single day, continue to hit the subscribe, leave a follow button and a five-star review. We appreciate all that love and support you show us Monday through Friday, seven o'clock in the morning flip it's been a rough go for me for big time bets again me too i'm just gonna let this you know 2023 Mm. end of the year betting just kind of fade out a little bit i'll regroup Mm. in the 24 season hopefully but Mm. i'm gonna throw it over to you i got a same game parlay but you
0: piss off okay i appreciate that well let me just bang out three and you can go with your three we'll keep this bad boy tight i'm going to two totals and a player prop i'm not even picking winners right now because i'm trying to get in the trenches and just build this bankroll back up first pick toronto at columbus It's got to be over. Ilya Samsonov is probably in the cage and he is not making any saves right now. And I think that alone is the angle that I'm going to take here. Five of the last 10 between these two have gone over the number, but excuse me, nine of Toronto's last 12 overall over the number eight of Columbus's last 10 overall over the number. This is all I need to say because Not only is Ilya Samsonov likely in the cage and really, really struggling, this Columbus Blue Jackets can score and allow goals in bunches, and I think the same can be said for the Toronto Maple Leafs. So I see this one going over the total in a hurry. Give me over six and a half. Rangers at the Florida Panthers steal. This Florida Panthers team is playing some pretty good hockey right now, but I'm going to the total once again. I was going to go under here. I was like gut feeling, feeling under. But when you look at both teams of late and head to head, I just can't do it. 10 out of the last 10 regular season games between these two over the number. I'm going over the number minus 18 at a six and a half lock of the night steal. It's not really working out right now for the Detroit Red Wings, but it is for Patrick Kane. Patrick Kane has six goals and five assists in 11 games. And he's clearly feeling it right now. Also, we know he spent his entire career in the Western Conference, aside from the little blip with the Rangers, and he's played a whole lot of games against the National Predators, and guess what? He feasts on the Preds. In 78 career regular season games, 70 points for Patty Showtime. Give me Patty Kane. Anytime point is my lock of the night.
1: I like the lock of the night. Patty Kane's been absolutely firing on all cylinders for the Detroit Red Wings, even though they're not winning as much games as we thought they would. Kane has been one of the uh, bright sides of that. What was your second pick there? The second uh, the pick over-under? was the,
0: the over Rangers in Florida, which is probably the boldest one on the docket, but I'm just going with the, the trends there. Cause I'm feeling that one.
1: All right. All right. I respect it. I might even have to dabble with the over there as well. I got a same game parlay. I'm looking like at it. that Islanders capitals matchup for Friday night. First pick, I'm going to take the Islanders on the money line at home against the Capitals, minus 160. Obviously, the Islanders got absolutely pumped against the yeah. Penguins, 7-0. They're not yeah. going to let that happen again, and they're going to you know, be more sound defensively in front of Sororkin or, uh, or Varlamov. So I'm going to take the Islanders' money line at home against the Capitals. It is a little bit of a coin toss. They've won four out of their last 10 matchups, so 4-6-0 mm-hmm. uh, and oh in their last 10 against the Capitals. Uh, second pick, Alex Ovechkin anytime goal. 45 goals against the New York Islanders in 70 games. So he likes to score again. He likes to score all the time, obviously. But, you know, with what's going on with him this season, not, you know, having that scoring touch, Mm -hmm. you're going to have to choose uh, choose your uh, battles carefully. And I'm going to go with him against the New York Islanders uh, anytime goal. Last pick of the night. This is going to be the lock of the night. Islanders capitals under five and a half at plus 100. If you like want to play one. a little bit more safe, take the under six and a half. Pump it up. But the yeah. Under under five and a half has hit seven out of the last 10 matchups between these two teams. So that's going to be my lock of the night.
0: I really like the under. That would probably be the one I would lean to the most. Coin flip here for me in yeah. the game. I really do like Ovi as well for the spice he's gonna have to go on a little mini heater at some he's point gonna, just, at some point he's just far too good to just I know he's struggling he looks like the confidence isn't there but it doesn't gonna isn't gonna take a lot for him to get going so I like it still. I like it let's have a big big bounce back Friday also big Saturday special make sure you tune in tomorrow.
1: They're going to have to have a big weekend uh, for these big time bets. Thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen. And again, go to Locked On. They've launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. They are here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus the national shows covering every single league. So go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Thank you again so much for tuning in for today's episode with Flip and I. Remember, tune in for Saturday's special with Flip and I again on the Locked On Fantasy Hockey podcast. Have a great day. Good luck with all your bets out there. And we shall see you back here again tomorrow. Peace.